Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. <laughs> well, we, we might as well get on with it, right? Well, wait a minute. We're missing something. Do we have beard? I didn't bring any drinking beers. These are all mystery beers, but two of the beers are, are Stacy's. So, well, we can just dig into a mystery as soon as we get going. Okay, we'll do that. We'll we'll start off. You know, why not mess with the format? <laughs> so that's what we do. <laughs> what, what 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 format? There's no format. All right, welcome to Beers with Nigel's, the show about beer and other and other stuff, other stuff or other things, depending on who you ask. We're brought to you by Dire Oil Graphics. You see how I got that in the first time? Wow. I mean, I, you know, we're learning yes. now, that, now that somebody actually likes us enough to sponsor us. Yeah, we have we're a learning how to give them their their due love. So what's what's the tagline tagline? What, what do they say? They are pouring out all of your graphic needs. There you go. So stickers, shirts, hoodies, whatever you need for your brand. They're there. They especially love working with breweries and those in the beer industry. Call Dyer Oil yeah. Graphics, and they will hook you up. Oh, by the way, that's Nick. I'm Nigel. And today we have a special guest. This is our second international show. No, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little nervous. I got to tell you. <laughs> Are you nervous? You're nervous. It's ah, a big deal. <laughs> all, all the way from all the way. Yeah, we're officially international. All the way from London is Stacey IA from uh, Rock Leopard Brewing. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, thank Welcome you to very the much. show. Thanks, thank thanks for much. coming on. I yes, know you. No, thank I, you for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. I know you had some trepidations because I, I I discovered him on another podcast. Actually, that's why I found your story. And when I hit you up on Twitter, you're probably like, "Who the hell is this?" <laughs> it's like, it's stranger danger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is a strange. Place. I mean, I love it, but it's a strange place. And then once you figured out we had talked to uh, Melissa Cole, you're probably like, "Oh, they're okay." <laughs> yes, because <laughs> she was quite yeah. the. She was quite the guest. She's a. I think she should have her own podcast. I think she's she's amazing. Yes, no, Melissa is a is, is a phenomenon unto herself. Uh, in that, the absolutely, world. absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, without further ado, we um, we're gonna. You sent us some beer. Um, there's a whole uh, story. Indeed. Yeah. So when when I first hit up Stacy to come on the show, he's like, "Well, I want to do it, but I want to send you my beer." I'm I'm like, "Well, I've never nobody's ever sent me beer across the country, or across the pond." So. He sends the beer. So we're going back and forth on Twitter. He's like, have you seen the beer? I'm like, nice. The man's probably got it. I'm like, (laughs) so I was like, give it a few more days. You never know. And then lo and behold, the damn thing shows up four weeks later. But you know, the crazy, yeah, the craziest thing, Stacey, with um, your packing, I'm telling you, man, if the the beer uh, gig doesn't work out, you can go into packing because that packing job was well, amazing well, when it when it comes to packing I, I don't mess around and like you know i take it serious it's like it's gonna it's gonna get there yeah and you know when they arrived they were still cold <laughs> oh fantastic that that was <laughs> one of the that that's that was one of the things the fact that you know if it was in the summer i wouldn't have bought it because you know that would just yeah uh, especially especially you know this is a he's a new england uh inspired you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know but because it was Pushing winter, I thought you know it stands a chance that you know will arrive cold. So right, right, right. But I, I didn't, I didn't expect. I, I thought you know it would take because when I sent other packages to the states, not beer, but you know, it's taking like four to seven days. You know, that was it. But you know, four weeks and That's pushing crazy. It was uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's on a boat. 
So we're going to wait three months while the beer ships. So we're going to crack. We're going to crack one, one of these uh, rock leopard beers. Um, this one's called "Are We Human or Are We Chancer?" How would what, mm, are we Chancer? Yeah. How would you? What would you? Just, what's this beer? Describe this one for us. Well, this is a. Uh, I, we made another beer called um, "Chunk of Change," which is a uh, West Coast uh, session um, IPA. So it's only four point two percent. Um, and it went down well, and uh, up until now, we've only made West Coast, you know, pails and IPAs, and um, it did a collab uh, with a brewery called uh, Firebrand, which was uh, an East Coast, uh, and then people just went crazy for it, so I thought, you know, the juice sells, so you know, to try and <laughs> try, and, <laughs> try and ride that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this is a, this is the. Um, New England version of uh, of, uh, of of the pre of the other of the other beer, right on. Um, and uh, you you get you get you know I you know I, I'm drinking the same beer, but you know labels cost money, so I don't have one. On, <laughs> I, you know, and it's it's a great pay, it's a great label. Paying customers, yeah. that's a fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great label. But before we get yeah. into that, uh, who is Stacy? Oh, yeah. Who who are yes. you? If you're gonna yes. if uh, for those who who don't know you in this part of the world. Who are you? Who, who is going to know me in that part of the world? <laughs> well, they're about to. Yeah. Everybody, yes. <laughs> everybody. Is, uh, yes. Uh, my name is Stacey Ayer and um, uh, from London. I run a small, tiny um, gypsy or cuckoo brewing company called Rock Leopard Brewing Company, uh, which basically means we don't have our own kit. So by the grace and favors of uh, friends and friends of friends, we're trying to get involved in this craft beer industry, uh, which I personally loved and you know, and uh, patronized and uh, enjoyed uh, for many, many, many years. Um, uh, but I've also been involved in selling other people's products for a very, very long time, and so uh, it got to a point where I, you know, I didn't know, you know, you could actually, if you didn't have, you know, money, you know, to put down and buy your own kit that you could actually try it another way, which would be via the uh, Gypsy Brewing and Cuckoo Brewing. Right. So um, that's kind of in a nutshell where, where I'm at at the moment. Let's just, for, for those that don't know, though, let's dig into that whole Gypsy Brewing thing where you're kind of going around to different places. This beer is really good, by and, the way. And, 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 and brewing beer that way. Tell everybody you know, kind of what that is. And, and, and uh, how it works, and also yes, this is fantastic. Man, that hits you soon, the nose you. as soon as you. Yeah, open it's it. beautiful. Yeah, um, it's um, it, it works on different levels. I mean, there are people that that's just straight up just contract brewing where you know you literally just send over you know a recipe or get somebody to develop a recipe for you, and they make it uh, with your you know your branding and stuff, uh, and to and then the next level or the level that I'm at is that I actually want to go there physically and, you know, be involved right. in, actually make, in actually making it. So, you know, we send over all the hops and the, all the ingredients, uh, make sure the water chemistry is right and everything. And then, you know, on the day, get involved and uh, make sure it's all um, great. But of course, brewing beer, you know, people know, you know, brewers and, you know, there are many you know, rock star brewers, uh, but you know, beer is made in the cellar. You know, that, that's where beer is made. Right. You know, it's uh, 
So, you know, if you've got a, you know, you got the right person in the cellar who is going to look after that beer and make sure that it's you know, spot on, then, you know, your beer stands a chance. So it's part of that process of gypsy brewing is relying on this, you know, the person in the cellar looking after it as well as you'd hope, you hope they will. How do you, how do you start? Like, like what's that conversation where you go into a, an existing brewery and you make the question, Hey, can I come, and do my beer and my brand out of your system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, you, it, it takes it takes time. You know, people need to know. You know, can we trust you? And do we want to be associated with you? Um, or we need the money. How much you know? You have you got the money to pay for it? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, that's all. You know, that, that's what it boils down. That's what it boils down to. But. Um, I, I think um, craft beer has, you know, a lot of positives going for it, and one of those definitely is how open it is in terms of uh, there being enough people that are genuine and are willing to help if you ask for it. So right. that, you know, that yeah. But you know, if I were, if I if I rang up somebody at uh, Anheuser Busch or uh, or Diageo or something like that. Just like, and I come and brew that. that, that, that. <laughs> that's gonna, well. Yeah, that's not, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "What? <laughs> Are you mad?" <laughs> so, how did you get into the, the, into the brewing part? Were you just a drinker and, and decided, "Man, I can make this"? Uh, or yeah, like I mean, I probably should go back. I when I I kind of touched on the fact that I've been selling other people's uh, products for a long time um, since 2002. Um, a friend of mine invited us to. The, um, a festival in Sweden, and we sat down with we drinking um, cider, and there's a cider called Copperberg cider, and I uh, tasted. I never uh, tasted anything like it. You know, it was kind of I hit that sweet spot. I don't know if you had alcopops in the states. You know, you had like W WKD or WD40. So uh, it would be kind of like what you have now, which is the hard seltzer. Right. But there, you know, back 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 in sort of the late 90s you know there was it was it was a massive movement here where it was just spirits and they would add fruits in it so um but but the cider was you know it was a natural product you know made from apples or pears and uh, i thought you know this is great so i'll just bring it over here and, and set, it'll sell itself because it tastes so good and there's nothing like it here in the uk and i i boy was i wrong because it took about 18 months before people eventually took it seriously and started to sort of you know, I started to get listings and it had been sold in places. Um, and I did quite well after for nearly two years, I got it from zero to nearly a million pounds in wow. sales. Um, but I didn't have a contract written down, but you know, they said, oh, I wear this our bombs, you know, don't worry about uh, it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and of course, when the time came, uh, I'd, be, I'd be sending emails or calling and, you know, no response. And that's when I knew, yes, this is over. Um, but I didn't let that, you know, Beat me down. I'd learned, you know, the hard way, but I'd also learned how to uh, bring a brand to the marketplace, as it were. And so I just went and found another uh, competitor, cider, and uh, put that out there. And 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 today, Copperberg is the number three uh, cider brand in the UK. And the other cider that I brought over as well, called Recordlick, is the number four cider brand. So I'm responsible. And between the two of them, sales so, so are probably just under 900 million pounds a, a year. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge, huge. 
That um, is crazy. But yeah, but all that all that time, you know, I I, I love beer. I was drinking beer, like you know. Um, and uh, when I had a another uh, brewery in Sweden called Nils Oscar that I brought over to the UK, and uh, they were at the time in a you know, crowd brewery in Sweden. They actually brewed their own uh, barley uh, on site. Um, that was a sort of their mantra was uh, from grain to glass. Um, so this was kind of around 2000. And, 10 2011 and and after nearly sort of uh four years or so people like the colonel in the uk started popping up and people started uh crowd breweries started popping up and the whole zeitgeist of the uk uh marketplace was people were looking for things that were made at home made local right so you know so the themselves were looking for things that were made locally as opposed to imported you know so i had a beer that was imported uh which the brand owner wasn't sort of particularly didn't particularly care about sort of marketing it you know um we were happy that it would then sales and that was that and i was like you know you need to do tastings let people know about it and you know and, and solidify your 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 place in the marketplace otherwise somebody else is going to come over and take over as it were so it got to a point where it was obvious that, and I haven't experienced previously not having a contract, uh, and yeah. you know this time, <laughs> you know this time around I did have, a, I did have a contract. I couldn't see a future in it because I could see everybody was, you know, booze were popping up everywhere, you know, yeah. and and you know, at the time, half of them were, <laughs> were you know. <laughs> It was just a beer made in, in London, and their people just bought it. You know, it's just, right? No matter what, because yeah, it, it was local. It was yeah, local. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, what are you sure? But anyway, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. um, and and then and then I um, so I gave uh, gave up um, and it was Oscar, and I, and that, the idea kind of came to my head to try and think I need to kind of get involved in the craft beer industry, and I applied for a job with probably. 60 brews at a time every one of them turned me down it's like yeah. that's like i've got a lot of experience no one was interested so i thought you know i need i know i want to I, you know, i've got a lot of experience i can do this so uh, i eventually got a job at a brewery called london fields brewery in hackney in london um and i learned how not to run a brewery uh, <laughs> <laughs> very quickly so uh uh, but it was fantastic, and I learned a lot there. But that's where the idea of uh, Gypsy Brewing, uh, I realized that we could do that because uh, they were they were doing that at the time. And and so I was like, I you know, I can do this myself. And that's when I started to believe that, you know, I could do it. And that's when I started to put the systems in place or plans in place to, to uh, bring about Rock Leopard. So when you were going to these breweries asking for jobs, mm. you have, you have all this experience. What 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 was the reasoning? Did you ever get any reasons? Says, oh, we can't hire you because this, that, or the other. Well, we can't hire you, and because I, I was like, you know, I you know, I'm I'm gonna bring and I'm gonna put my heart and soul into this, you know, and I want shares in this, you know, I I want I want some guarantee that you know my hard and work is going to pay off in the end, you know, not just you know, because some people are paying and they still are they're paying minimum wage or just above you know and you know and then going home you know with with millions uh you know if they're doing well and uh, and that's that you know people 
I worked in there, you know, for the privilege of working in a brewery. Right. And it's like, you know, this is not really, uh, that's not where I'm at. Like, you know, I'm, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work hard, but I want, let's share right. the spoils. Right, right. Like, that's how I see, I, that's how I see, I see things. Um, so I, a friend of mine um, had a, a brewing kit, an SS Brutek uh, one barrel kit that he loaned me, stuck <laughs> in my garage. And, uh, watched a lot of YouTube and asked a lot of different people questions, read some books about how to make beer. And uh, I, I, I made every kind of bad beer you could possibly make. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems to be a recurring theme, uh, yeah. recurring themes with people that when they first start out, start they're bad. Kits. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, it was fantastic. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, eventually a couple of the recipes I'd sent out to people, um, now I wish I hadn't because it was just it was, it was just yeast, you know. It's just like what, what is it? <laughs> but I got encouragement and uh, thought, yes, I'm going to do it, you know. And uh, I thought, you know, you make great beer, and now I just sell. I've got great branding. It's a done deal. It's going to sell. And, yeah. Uh, I, I got that wrong, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's talk about let's talk about the brand Rock yes. Leopard. Where where does yeah. that come from? So. I, I, um, I love uh, rock music, and um, but I love uh, uh, leopards as well. And uh, there's a blues band called Def Leopard. Oh yeah, uh, really, we may have I heard really of them. Love. Yes, uh, you may have heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I the the blues started of uh, being called Crafty Leopard, and then I asked a few people, and they were like, mm, no. But if you look on the can of Heineken, they've got the word craft on it now. You know, so. The word craft is dead. Now, don't use the word craft. And don't call it <laughs> craft leopard. No, don't do it. You know, you know, people in the know will know that it's a craft beer. You don't have to. You know. Uh, so I listened to them, and then I was having a few beers one night, watching some concerts and stuff like that. And then Def Leppard came on, and I thought, ah, okay, I like rock leopard. I like rock music, and I like the name Leopard. I knew I wanted to keep the name Leopard. Uh, so because I've done the, I had somebody, a friend of mine, he's become a friend of mine now, the designer. Had done the brand and everything based on on crafty leopard, and then I thought I can change this to rock, and you know, and it just sounds great. You know, it's, it can translate, it, it can move anywhere. It's not sort of set in a yeah. single place. Yeah, great name. Um, so that's that's where it came it came from. How about the? And you said the branding was done by a friend of yours. Yeah, this, right, the, this label, I got to show people the label. Yeah. Um, so the the. The uh, the West Coast version of the beer is called Chunk of Change, and that just had just a hand with the with a coin in it. And now we've got uh, you know the, another hand squeezing in the planet, put <laughs> everything out of it. You know, I don't know if you notice that that's what's happening. So that's you know, a great, that's a great label. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A... But uh, yeah, there's a, there's a chap called Richard um, Richard Richard Gray who does all our Brandon and uh, labels. I, I think it was quite clean and neat. And yeah, uh, so I have ideas of. I have ideas of you know this is what how I want it and stuff. And I've got two kids and they get involved and draw things, send it off, and then <laughs> it gets awesome. done, translated better. Yeah, so, so I, I have I had a beer I had a beer called Distant Cousin of Mumika, of which there's a lot of the doodling I call it uh, on it is made by was drawn by one of my kids. It's a, it's a family affair. So, That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
Have you sent any beer to Def Leppard yet? <laughs> no, not yet. I, I, <laughs> at the beginning, I, 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 try, I tried uh, to uh, contact them, but they have licensed that themselves or their name to somebody else making sort of traditional beer. Uh, so we've kind of, a path I've been crossed yet, but uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so so do you do you remember we ask everybody this question do you you know we we debate when the word craft became craft when you know craft it was beer before right do you remember what what beer it was that you tasted maybe after drinking something that was maybe macro that you're like oh my god this is so this is so different do you remember that well the first, the first beer i drank that i thought oh this is different it was a beer called cools <laughs> and i thought i thought I thought, wow! Like, I mean, I, I, I was a student. I'll go to the, go to the, the union bar, and they'll be like, you know, if you drank twenty cans a day, you got a t-shirt, you know. And you know, I said, like, cool, so it's like, yes, let's do it. Let's, like, you know. So, so but, uh, and then you know, so I think probably uh, Sierra Nevada Pale. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, um, and then here in the UK, um, as I said before, I brought over. Nils Oscar, uh, they made some, uh, some some good beers, but you know when I started sort of tasting beers made by the Colonel, uh, so, but I I'd always been kind of you know, I've drank a lot of sort of Belgian beers and and I when when I go to a bar I always want to try something new, right, and you know, to see you know so that's so I was always inquisitive you know to to to, to go for something other than what you know was straight ahead you know, in front of you that I'm trying to sell you, so. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm still, you know, I, I love drinking beer. So <laughs> I, I hear you. So do you, are you, do you gravitate to a certain style? I mean, whether whether it be drinking or brewing, if it's got alcohol in it, <laughs> and, and the time, and the, and the time the is best right. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> if the time is right, you know. um, but I, I deep down, I'm, I, I really, I'm a massive fan of West Coast. Uh, IPAs, uh, yeah, um, but uh, I'm now got into sort of barrel age uh, sours and mm -hmm. yeah, so I every kind of you know beer if it's made well, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a time for it. There's a time for it. So yeah. Does it have alcohol and does it taste good? Yes. I mean that. I, I mean, mean that's that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty <laughs> sad. That's what, a... what, you want, what, you, what you want? you want? I mean that's certainly a... you know. <laughs> Where we're at now, you know, it's, it's, you know, if you have, you know, you're in the middle of a pandemic, like you know, if those two criteria are met, come on now, just be happy with it. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Rock Leopard beer number two. Junior, pay attention. Yeah, Junior, pay attention. This is this is called paper scissors. Paper scissors, paper comma scissors. You want to give us a a, a description of what this? Uh, one yes, is? well, yes, obviously. Um, if you um the rock some some people might make the the, the uh, <laughs> assumption that it's actually rock rock paper scissors, rock, paper, scissors. so yeah <laughs> it's not <laughs> so uh but uh, actually there's a, a brewery here in the uk called siren i have a list of um beer names like you know, probably like 200 or so if not more like <laughs> every time you're like I'm just a phrase will come to me like, oh, yeah, yeah, put it down like, you know, and then I will check it on 
some like ant up the red beer just to see um if it's there right if it's, if it's out there but i had um papers uh, I, had, I had i had paper scissors uh, for probably two years now um and then when the time came and i had the opportunity i had the tank space to 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 get it done literally um just before the labels were printed uh, you know someone said to me there's another brewery that's made a beer called uh, rock paper scissors and i'm like oh shit uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so i sent i sent them a, 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 a an email it's actually about just a direct mail uh, dm saying you know can I, are you going to sue me if i go ahead with this beer sort of thing and they're like man i don't don't be silly they're just uh <laughs> uh and uh they're very gracious about it and you know that wasn't that wasn't intention this is just um i i when i came up with the name uh, rock leopard it was obvious that rock paper scissors was going to be a beer that will happen right you know? well, once again uh, so, the label is fantastic yeah the label is great yes yeah. So I, I want to get into, I know, I know one of the things we talk about, especially in Kansas City in the United States, you know, diversity in beer and how it's not really diverse. You know, is what that, I just- Is there diversity in beer? <laughs> no, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I want to talk about the, the, the story that I heard, the first time I heard your name and how you, you, uh, you know, we were trying to get into the game and nobody was opening doors and then you handed off this this beer to this guy. Um, recount, oh. that, recount that story for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because um, I, you know, as, as I said earlier, like you know, I thought you know, if you make beer and it tastes half decent, because you know, I buy lots of beer that you know, they're kind of all right, but it's been sold, you know. <laughs> so you know, so I, I thought I've made beer that is a little bit better than kind of all right. Well, you know, and I just sort of sell it off. You know, I thought it looks great and everything. I I got it wrong. No, you know, you have to be in the click. Uh, I can't think of any other reason why, you know, I, these beers aren't in certain plate bottle shops. When I've sent samples and you know, followed up and everything, because you know, when you look on Untapped and things, when customers have actually tasted the beers, they like it. You know, but I call them the gatekeepers. Somehow, you know, have no interest. So I, you know, and I'm I. I I don't take no for an answer until it really is a no. And, uh, <laughs> with, with certain things, just. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> we're selling my beer, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, um, I, you know, I, I, I would send samples off and it was, oh, no, we haven't received it. And uh, I'll send you another one. And so, you know, I just rocked up there and said, you know, this is my beer, this is you know, my beer, you know. And you're still selling you know, three, four hundred different beers there, you know. In your shop, you know, right, and not one of them is made by a black person. I mean, that, that shouldn't be an issue, but and you probably didn't know it was an issue, but I'm telling you that it is because I'm the only one that's doing it, you know? right? And uh, I'm saying to you, you know, at the time, uh, can we, you know, at least you know, just, the least you could do is just put on and say, hey, it didn't sell, you know, and then that'll be that. It's like, you know, you put on there, it didn't sell, and you know, that's it, right? But no, it's like, you know, well, the beer's not just standard sort of thing, all right? So, I Said okay, next beer I make, I'll uh, you know send you again. And so I peeled off the label of another beer, and I you know I know the, I know they were selling, and I stuck my label on it and sent it to them. They said, yeah, we tasted it, but it's still not quite there yet. Like, and I'm like, you fucker, come on, man, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is bullshit. Right, know? right. And you know, and, I, and I've spent a long time you know trying to impress people who don't deserve. Uh, to, to get to get a respect that you know 
they, you know, they, they think that they deserve because they're, they're not they're not left their finger to do anything, right? You know, other than making money, selling beer that sells itself. Uh, so uh, it's just became it's a question of you know trying to find people that were willing to to help out, you know, and there are people out there, and uh, if you you know if you seek them out, and uh, so yeah, it's um, it's been a struggle and you know now there's uh, another um brewery has started up and also making noise and uh there's a one brewery that has a very famous um black um brewer um so it's kind of slowly but surely kind of is becoming obvious that this can't be kind of ignored as it were and it's just like you know as i said before if it's just 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 put it on there and then you, you'll come back as as on there it didn't sell then right. the conversation is over and you tried but you know when you can help but you choose not to for no plausible or credible reason other than you just don't want to yeah, i mean that's just those days are gone i can't you know because you are on social media as far as in about right. how you know you, you care about you know crowd beer community and you know crowd beer uh, good people and things it's like well <laughs> what's going on here what was your what was your in i know you were trying to get knock those doors you're talking to people what what got you in the door to be able to do what you're doing now as far as being out there and selling your beer well there were always a handful of people who you know always you know would, would taste the beer and you know would put it in the bottle shop so put it in the bar and uh, but i i eventually sort of took to social media uh, because as i said i, I would see lots of people you know I have, you know, correspondence from, you know, which prove otherwise, you know, saying how you know great they are and how they're always looking to champion independent new breweries right, and things. Right. And I'm like, are you sure? You know, so a lot of that sort of stuff that people were putting out there on social media has kind of it's gone dead. Like, I mean, people stop <laughs> you know, claiming those things, you know. So it's through social media that then I got to uh uh got to know as a chap called uh Paul Jones, who runs a, a small brewery called Cloudwater. I don't know if you've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm joking. Cloudwater is a juggernaut. It's massive. Yeah, uh, I was going to say they're not small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and he, um, Paul Jones. I, I, you know, I've been on Twitter, like, you know, just just talking about how I feel about you know diversity and the, the lack thereof, and you know how people need to step up and not you know stop stop the hypocrisy about claiming that. You know, crowd beer cares and crowd beer are good people and things. When that's not, you know, not you're not giving people a chance uh, to, uh, to to get to get involved. You know, if you go to a bar, you'll see somebody that serves serves you the beer, or you see a security guard, or you see someone in the packaging department. You know, you won't see somebody uh, you know as head of sales or head brewer or owner. You right. know, and and it's like you know <laughs> that, that has to you know we need to try and address that. You know, it's not going to happen overnight, but if somebody's here saying that they want to be involved and you're in a position to do something as simple as just putting that the beer that they've made, which you're going to sell and make money. Right. What was the problem? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Does, does the awareness... Bring, I'm sorry, go on, finish. You're going to bring, you know, you're going to bring, you know, the more people that come into this industry, because, you know, it's it's a shrinking industry, you know, despite what people think, you know, it's a bubble, it's, just, it's getting smaller. Because people like Inberv and you know the multinationals have brought up a few of these things, and they're telling the whole world that that is craft beer, you right. know. And you know, so every you know, 
we've got to get more people involved in this industry and fast before the big boys do it, you know? So, and, you know, if, you know, especially here in the UK, you find breweries are right next door to sort of uh, council estates or in, you know, houses where there are black people living there. Right. But they will never come there because they don't, they don't feel welcome. And it's like, you know, you need to do better, you know? And have, you know, we, you claim to be a local brewery, and yet the locals they're not going there right yeah yeah just brought that up a lot there's a lot of there are a lot of breweries that open in 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 the minority neighborhoods but don't necessarily get that that neighborhood as that as their clientele does i want to go backwards just a little bit you were talking about the social media do you think the awareness that comes with social media because we could all go for two hours on how social media is bad and a lot of things yes yes but does does the awareness that comes with it is that actually a real tool that can change things so that the, the 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 bad actors the ones that are claiming to be open to things aren't really doing it i mean can, can the social media is a social media attention actually making some change or helping make change it, it, it doesn't really as i said what what you what 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 you can hope for is that that you know people stop claiming the things that they're not you know and uh, and so once that kind of noise dies down then the genuine people doing genuine work you know to try and bring about positive change their their voices starts to kind of be amplified and they get to be heard a lot more than the previous sort of you know so you know if you're not going to get involved in helping to bring about a positive sort of change which is needed uh then you know step aside so so yeah social media works for me in that way in sort of you know and you know getting to know because you know the there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of things people are, cho- are choosing to do with social media, and you know that if they get a kick out of that, that's that's great to them. But you know there are genuine people out there that are using it, you know, yeah. and and that's kind of the space that I'm kind of occupying and trying to be, to, to be part of. So what's 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 the climate like in England as far as uh, black people or or people of color or whatever minorities in as brewers or assistant brewers in front of the house customers what's it like um, <laughs> the, 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 maybe three breweries now that are owned uh, by you know minority uh, black black there are a few breweries that are owned by asian okay um but um in terms of Kind of, you know, as I said before, you, you, you go to, you go, I mean, a lot of tap rooms and things, we're in a lockdown now, aren't we? So, right. but you know, you, if you go to a tap room, you would see loads of, you know, black uh, people ser- serving beer. As I said before, you, you see security guard or you see them work in the packaging department. Um, but, you know, you, as I said, uh, and it, you know, it just, it might be because, uh, well, they don't just happen, it's happening for, for a reason. But, you know, my, my interest is that if, you want to kind of you know try and develop these uh, people that are you know working behind the bar to help them to you know progress their career you know and if they've shown an interest in brewing you know bring them on board in your brewing team and help them sort of you know, develop develop their career as it were so I think it can only be you know, and you know when people see people that look like them doing something they will f- it gives them confidence to think I might want to try that too. Right. Um, and as I kind of said earlier, um, I, you know, when you when you say the word craft, to me it infers something good. You know, it, 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 
it gives off that you know you're doing something right you know if you say you know i'm i'm buying craft beer you you automatically think you know this brewer is paying the staff right or you know is looking after their well-being of the right. staff or you know you're not you're not thinking they're douchebags or you know just <laughs> you, you think you think they're doing good it just the name craft comes with a baggage and if so you've got to try and aspire to make that happen and you know not just you know use it for marketing too that's how i feel anyway but well know, I, 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 yeah i think it's craft is kind of can be overused but i mean obviously craft does mean you're making something so you know, I think I mean that's why you do what you do. You're you're creating something that Nick and I probably couldn't do. Well, if we, well, we probably could. It, it would be bad. <laughs> Nick, Nick can't do it. <laughs> no, nah, he keeps telling me he can't brew beer. He, he can cook, so I figured he could translate that to. to yeah, uh, I think he can cook. Yeah, <laughs> I, I keep saying this though. Cooking, I can avoid the rules. Beer, you have to follow rules <laughs> and do math. So, uh, some rules, yeah, but you know, people. Are, Throwing all sorts of things into uh, into the rules. People make out their own rules now. So, what's the what's the what's the craziest thing you've you've brewed? I I don't do crazy. You don't. You I just don't do. do crazy. <laughs> but, are you mostly uh, are you mostly IP, IPAs or? I've just been doing pearls and uh, IPAs and uh, but you know when when eventually you know get get my own place then you know we'll get involved in barrel aging um, right sphere. Um, but yeah, I kind of need to build up a cool range and 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 prove to people that you know I can make the same beer over and over again right. and, and and gain some kind of traction before because whilst the tickets as I call them you know because you know you I, I you look at a review and someone will give a beer four point two five out of five it was fantastic beer um, but they will never drink that beer again. <laughs> they, they want, they're on to the next beer. And right, like, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so those those guys and girls are, are great, but you know, for social media pictures and things, but you need to, for me, have a core range of dependable, well-made beers, which a customer will come to over and over again right. to help you. Because, you know, it takes a little while to get your investment back from what you, the brand and everything. Right. Um, and so, you know, we've got to slowly kind of get, because, you know, it, it it takes a lifetime to, well, it takes a generation at least to build a brand. And uh, a lot of the danger that uh, some brewers have at the moment, I feel, is that, you know, we'll look back in 10 years or something and look back and go, what's the beer that made, you know, this brewery made? And you wouldn't have a name because they've made 2,000 so different beers. Right. right. You know, and it's like, you know, what was the, you know, What's their Sierra Nevada, Nevada? What's their payroll? You know, there, there are beers that you know they're just iconic that you know. Yeah, and stick you in your head. Least, you need to have at least one of those in your stable yeah. to kind of and, and then build build on that uh, instead of chasing the tickets. You know, that's that's for other people to do. But I kind of I'm not I'm not there. Yet. How how and I imagine this is hard enough, even if you have your own brewery. But since you're you're gypsy brewing and kind of moving around some, how hard is it to build up to that point where you can repeat and make the same awesome beer every time. It's, it's, it's a hard because you have to kind of work on with people on, you know, the water chemistry because, you know, water beer is, you know, water, right. isn't it? Uh, and you have to try and get the water chemistry right so that it's replicated. Um, but, you know, people expect some variation because obviously if the hops you're using is from a different crop year, right. it's going to be different. So, 
but within reason that his youngest is still kind of gives that same uh, you know that the the soul of the deer as aware is still there and, and, and is well made then you know then people will, will be happy with any new variants of, of the, that 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 comes out of it how, how often are you brewing these days <laughs> um well I, I would I talked a little bit about the crowd water, but um, like literally they when he you know I got involved, it just completely changed you know the fate of uh, of rock leopard because um, I like to say now doors are open that you know were shut as far as I'm concerned those those doors were permanently shut but now they're, they're open you know and um, so it literally. I mean, we're in the middle of a lockdown, and uh, but I this during this lockdown, I brewed. I can't, I can't even remember how many. <laughs> quite, quite like you know, a, a hell of a lot. Uh, <laughs> co co you know, compared to you know, the previous sort of two and a half years. Um, uh, so it's three, two, three, two, two a month. Okay. That's a month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how many places are you in, like store, uh, bottle shops, that sort of thing? Do you, do you even know? <laughs> oh, uh oh, oh! I think we lost him. Hold on, we lost your sound. He's not muted. Nope. Oh, now he is. You're muted. Uh oh. They locked down his audio too. <laughs> yeah, you're, it shows you're muted currently. Can you hear us? Hmm. That's weird. Well, he's muted now. Let's unmute him. See what happens. Oh, mm -hmm. There yeah, we go. Now we can hear. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what happened there. <laughs> somebody <laughs> didn't want to. Somebody didn't want to say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, uh, I, as, because part of the, uh, during the sort of lockdown, Cloudwater set up a, uh, a, a web shop, you know, selling the beers direct uh, to consumers. And a lot of people, because I currently only have two beers, um, and a lot of people, you know, the tickets, as, as I said, would like to buy, you know, 12 different beers, literally 12 single, 12 single cans. Right. And, and, you know, so a lot of time. I've, I've you know sent samples to people and they said yes and I'm going to buy you beer and everything and I don't I don't, I don't hear from them and then about two years later I'll see a post from them saying yeah, we're selling these rock paper beers but they bought it from Cloudwater or they bought it from right <laughs> bought it from uh, from a distributor uh, so you know because they they are able to have a choice of right. things uh, right. of beer, which is which is you know it is it is great as I said doors are open that. Uh, had, had been shut uh, before, um, so I, I I would say probably in a uh, hundred a hundred places. Wow, moments sort of uh, that are you know continuously. Right. Sort of, yeah. so that's awesome. Yeah, Gets in there. Gets in there. Yeah. So do you have you have plans to open your own brewery at some point? I'm guessing. Well, I'm guessing yes. you do. I mean, I'm in a place uh, called Thamesmead, uh, which uh, as I said, in, in Southeast London, uh, we're, we're prior to 
So the lot that if you told people you you know you're from Township, they will hold on to the handbag and cross the cross the road. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, after the pandemic hit and like you know, there's a lot of green space around here and and you know, people are like, you know, Township is actually all right. Like, you know, even though there's lockdown, you know, we're just two minute walk, you know, there's lots of parks and river you know, water rivers and things. Um so canal uh, Else. Um, so, um, but you know, it's it's being sort of uh, regenerated, regentrified, and uh, there's a huge there's a huge potential to build something here, and that's this is where I want to stay. I spent I've lived here for nearly twenty years, and I've always wanted to get out get out of here. You know, mm. uh, but now but now I want to stay and, uh, and and do and do something here. So yes, the plan is to build a brewery in. Uh, in Thamesmead, um, and there's uh, just 15 minutes from here. There's a train station that will take you to Heathrow Airport in like 30 minutes. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So things are happening, and it will happen. We just uh, need to get this pandemic under control. How how close are you uh, to Earlsfield? <laughs> are you uh, close to Earlsfield? Earlsfield. Yeah. That's south. It's I thought it was southeast. That's where my brother lived at one point. Yeah, <laughs> Earlsfield. Earls yeah, Earlsfield. Yeah. No, I've never heard of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think your brother's yeah. making up stories. No, I went there. <laughs> I was there. Did you? Yeah, I went to the, I went to this pub. It's one of the oldest pubs in England called the Leather Bottle. Earlsfield. <laughs> Earlsfield. Yep. Yep. It's I just look that up. Yeah. Where, where, uh, is yeah. Near, where, where is it near? Do you think? Um, it's not too far from. It's not too far from uh, from from Brixton and Tooting and oh, okay yeah yeah because I, I grew okay. up in, I grew up in Tooting and Brixton right okay 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 so it's not yeah, it's not okay. too far it may not okay. be one of those places okay. that that people go but I mean it was cool yeah to me. well, well this, this is the thing with uh, with London isn't it because you know you, you you could live in a certain part and never ever sort of you know go go to another part you know, people that are born in North London that never leave North London you know, or <laughs> even out you know yeah so it's, it's just <laughs> Because there's no need to, so everything you want is there. Yeah, right? everything's right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I, mean, I didn't learn how to drive till I moved to Thamesbury. I was like pushing thirty because I grew up in in in, London, in North London, and the buses were running twenty four seven. Yeah, you're gonna once you get involved in drinking, well, you don't need a car. You know, <laughs> right. like, you know, just because you could get anywhere you want on your, on on a bus or the, 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 the underground service as well and, so. and and hell who would want to drive in london now anyway it's terrible well yeah 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 <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah yeah my cousin uh, he, he 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 took me around i'm like why would we drive this is this is it's you have to be a skilled driver to drive in london oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you have to <laughs> yeah you have to know how to intimidate <laughs> 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 you know how to intimidate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Because you're not because you're not going very far. I mean, you know, you 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 know, it's it's, it's, it's traffic is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. This uh, this paper scissors is delicious, brother. Those are both fa two fantastic yeah, beers. Thank you for two. sending those. Hold on, man. Oh. <laughs> We've been hold that, you, you have to understand, Stacey. I have people come to my house, and this beer has been in the refrigerator for a while. Oh, right. You can you cannot touch those beers. Touch those, uh, please, yeah, please go them. away. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What beer can I drink?" I'm like, "The ones on this side, you know." <laughs> you know Do you have a podcast side of your fridge that's just for pod beers? Yeah, they're all for you. There's, you know, I have a whole collection for him. You know, because I don't know how I lucked into this role. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, how do we do the, decide to do this over drinks? <laughs> Just talking about stuff. What are you drinking now? Yes. I'm, I'm drinking uh, paper scissors. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the first. We're all drinking the same beer. I think that is the first. That is the first. All the, all the way from England. I like that they're they're, they're two very different. No, they're they're very different, but they're very good, and they're really good when they're cold, cold. Yes, yes. I just like you know uh, drinks that are balanced um, and you know just I'm, I, I love um, the, um, just kind of keeping it balanced um, and and um, because for me the beer is just a vehicle to get to somewhere in terms of you know so long as you take certain quality points um, you know it's not oxidized you know right. you've got the right portions of you know your hopes you've chosen the right ingredients uh, then it's a question of you know so you're you know you're enjoying it's pleasurable drinking it but i'm it's more about who i'm talking to and how i'm relating to them that's what's important to me yeah and how we can put the world to rights that's what's important to me but you know find people become obsessed with the actual liquid itself which is great but for me it's it's, it's about what it can bring about in terms of your own mind, whether it's because you know you're drunk, but you want to try and help change the world, yeah. Or, or you know, so yeah, that's what that's what I'm about. You know, and and and, and beer is kind of like a the great equalizer. I don't care yes. what your I don't, I don't I don't care what your politics are. I don't care what your religion is, or whatever. If we can sit down and enjoy a beer together. Yeah. I yeah. mean that that's the thing, right? So that's the start, yeah. right? That's yeah. the starting. Yeah. That's the well, start. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, because people, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I'm like, you know. How about it? You like beer? Well, yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> the, the, we're equal. Equal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, how close? You said you're trying to get, you know, a core line. I take these two. How close do you think you are with these two? I, 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 have, I, these I, I, I have, I have, I have, a, I have a core line now. I've got, uh, I don't know how beers I've got. I think I've got about ten beers I've made so far, um, and. Um, as you see, because the lockdown changed everything. Because you know, prior to lockdown, we're kind of getting into pubs and sort of selling drafts, you know, keg, keg beer with, with the business. That side of things is going very, very well because I couldn't get into bottle shops, as I said, you know. Right. You know, with no one's there. But, you know, I had some, some great uh, people that were supporting us in the pub side of things. Um, so, of course, that is kind of gone away now. For, for, for a little bit, so hopefully that picks up again in about in, close in the summer or something. Um, but so now, so I, yes, I have got a a, a coolish range. Uh, where I've kind of talked myself into kind of doing new beers just because we're under lockdown. Um, but doing like an East East Coast version and a West Coast version of a beer that people had before right. just kind of you know, keep things a little bit interesting. Yes, find my time until you know this nightmare is over and everything. Right, to right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe August, August next year will be kind of kind of normal. That's if, my hope. I mean, if, if yeah, not, yeah, that's, that's that's a hope. Yeah, that's a hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, that, I, I, I mean, I think I think I think you guys have definitely got a chance. But we 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 over here. We're stuck with people who came in to governing us based on you know 
telling untruth, shall we say, and you know, they're still in charge. So we've got another four years to go. We, we, we kind of know what that's like. Have, have you have yeah. you watched the news here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, 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 yeah, if anybody could get it wrong, we have people in power that are capable of doing that. So, um, yeah, Understood. I, think, I think probably this time next year as well, we'll definitely start to see. But I don't, I think the, the world has changed. We're not going to the word normal yeah 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 new 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 normal right yeah yeah, (laughs) yeah, whatever that is we just haven't defined it yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) hey so that we don't forget because i'm always afraid i'm gonna forget this question how can people figure out find out more about rock leopard brewing where can they follow you find you um you can find us um on twitter rock leopard brewing on on twitter or instagram rock leopard brewing and uh i myself you can follow me on twitter I'm, i'm always happy to get involved in it <laughs> until <laughs> i found you <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. I, I i i like i get drunk and i just jump on twitter <laughs> that's good Actually, to know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. drunk yeah. tweeting it, is often the it, best tweeting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or worse I don't but, know but if you, you know drink good beer you'll be happy drunk so yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah and you can find me on me as stacy i uh, on uh, on twitter as well you're on instagram too aren't you Yes, yes, S T A C E Y and I is spelled A Y E H, and yeah, you'll find me. But yes, right on, right on. Fantastic. Hey, where can they find us, Nick? You can find us at beerswithnitro.com, or you can find this podcast and all your favorite podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And Nigel, we're on Pandora, are we? Yeah, oh, that's Pandora new. Radio. You can ask, you can play. Okay, okay. You can go to your Alexa device and say, play the Beers with Nigel podcast, and, and it will. And YouTube for the video version, which is always interesting. And if you want to see these pretty faces that were made for radio. <laughs> I was made for TV, son. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was trying to lump you in with me to make I me know, feel know, better. This fine. is all about making it's me fine. feel better. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Check out Beers with Nigel on YouTube. Who we brought to, who brings us here? And we're brought to the world that's in the by Dire Oil Graphics. For all your graphic needs direoil.com stacy my brother we we appreciate you coming on man i know i know we've talked you're about to jump on a you're about to jump jump on another another uh zoom call uh, because you you like to do them back to back you know so that does it (laughs) but we appreciate you coming on yes it's been fantastic You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.